0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Hoop Talks. My name is Ala Pegde. My name is Siddharth Serpeneni. And in this episode, we will be talking about our opinions on the top five NBA teams in history. OK, so I'll start off at number five.
1: For my number five pick, I got the 85-86 Celtics. So this team was absolutely incredible with Larry Bird, who was coming off his third straight MVP, Robert Parrish, and Kevin McHale. And they also had a great supporting cast. So this team had everything. They were a great inside team with two dominant big men. Uh, uh, obviously, one of the greatest players of all time with Larry Bird, who could play, make, obviously shoot, and defend. And just these, a great supporting cast. They're just uh, overall a pretty unstoppable team. OK, what about your fourth pick? So for my fourth pick, I have the 86-87 Lakers. So just the season right after. So. Um, this team was also led by Magic Johnson. Um, I think it also had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but in his later stages. But they also had other players like James Worthy, for example. So this team, again, they were, uh, their, their main rival was the Boston Celtics. And this was, you could argue, the gr- greatest rivalry of all time. And just overall, they had, there's the Showtime Lakers, right? Their offense was absolutely incredible, uh, manned by Magic Johnson. All right, I agree. That's a really impressive team. So for my number three pick, um, I feel like this uh, team is one of the most underrated teams of all time as well, is the uh, 2000-2001 Lakers. So this team went 15-1 and in the uh, playoffs and were only matched by the Warriors later in like uh, 2017. And this team was obviously two, like you could argue top 10 players of all time in Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. And they're obviously just having that much talent. Uh, They're absolutely unstoppable. And it's a shame that they ended up uh, having to break apart, but
0: they're able to get a three-peat. And this, that's what makes this one of the greatest teams of all time. I definitely agree. Now, going back to the kobe Shack combo, what do you think made it so effective? Is it like similar to the LeBron james um, Dwayne Wade combo, or is it similar to Magic Kareem or Jordan Poole-Steph Curry? What do you think? I would say um, it for sure isn't similar to the Jordan Poole-Steph Curry combo. I feel like uh,
1: that's not really a combo. That's more uh, one mentor and one mentee. But um, I would say this is actually very similar to LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, in that they're not necessarily like your prototypical big man and guard that work together. They're just, I know uh, Kobe was a guard and like Shaq a big man, but it wasn't like Kobe was a playmaker or anything like that.
0: It's more just uh, two extremely talented players that could score. So you're saying there weren't necessarily a good combination, but like two really good team, two really good players. You can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I see. So it was kind of like Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry rather than Jordan Poole and Stephen Curry. Like they didn't really have insane connections, Steph and KD, but they still were two amazing players and they created such a good offense. I would say a little more of that. Yeah. At least more than Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. All right. I agree. But I want to like more talk take a second to talk about Jordan Poole. What are your opinions on him? Don't you think he is a blossoming player and he is the future of the Warriors franchise? Um, I would I mean I would say okay he's a
1: very promising young player, but I wouldn't say the future of the franchise by any means. Just because he's like he hasn't he hasn't proven he could be a star really in any way. Obviously he has some shooting skills, but he's inefficient. I mean, like what's what's the use in an inefficient shooter, right? So I just don't think he has what it takes to be a star.
0: Yeah, I do agree with that. But you have to understand, he's so young and he's in the early stage of his career. For example, I'm going to compare him to the great Stephen Curry because I think he is going to reach that GOAT-level caliber one day, even comparable to Michael Jordan, Jordan Poole. They even have Jordan in their name, which is a foreshadowing element. But I believe that just like Steph Curry in his first few years, he was extremely unef- inefficient. And, but you need that kind of faith and you need that kind of um, loyalty to your teammate and because and allow him to like take the ball more because he has shown the confidence. He has shown the leadership and eventually his game will catch up to his composure and his demeanor, I believe.
1: Um, I mean, it is always possible for a player to blossom into an all-star. Like it's not, I'm not saying it's impossible or anything, but that's also like saying... Uh, like Javel <laughs> McGee could win the MVP this year.
0: <laughs> All right, I, I I like I like your comedic element.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm mean, no I'm serious. Like obviously it is possible, but a lot of stuff are possible, so I wouldn't say like
0: I wouldn't bet any money on it. i would say that. That's true. Uh, are we talking about the NBA MVP, Shaqton, A Fool MVP? Because I think he's won Shaqton, a fool MVP. Actually, no, you're right. I would say I
1: would say MVP, NBA MVP. For Shaqton MVP, that's like um I wouldn't say Jordan Poole is like has any chance of reaching goat status as Javel does of a Shaqton
0: MVP because Javel's you could argue the Shaqton goat. Okay, I see what you mean. That's very valid, respectable, respectable. Uh, yeah,
1: so for my number two team, I got the 95 96 Bulls. So, um, this team obviously went 72 and 10 and won a championship, which can't be said for the 15 16 Warriors. Yeah, uh, obviously, I mean, you had the goat. Michael Jordan, he he's unstoppable scorer. This is uh, like a vengeance seasons after he lost the previous year to the Orlando Magic, yeah. and he had uh, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Scottie Pippen. So obviously, incredible supporting cast. And uh, I mean, nothing's more dangerous than a uh,
0: Michael Jordan that's out for vengeance. Yeah, that's true. I mean, when that man has a target, he is gonna kill that target, and he does not care who he harms in the process. And so I wanted to ask you, do you think, would you consider the 95, 96 Chicago Bulls a super team? That's a really uh, interesting question. I would say no, just because
1: a super team, I think by definition is a team that has, uh, first of all, multiple um, like su- superstars that have teamed together, or even all-stars that have teamed together, but not just usually, orga- like, it usually doesn't happen organically. Like the Jordan Bulls is more superstar, Michael Jordan, an all-star in Scottie Pippen, and great role players around him, just a well-built team. But super team, I think, is usually more
0: like great uh, like stars come together, I would say. I see what you mean. So they had like natural chemistry and you weren't necessarily, they didn't necessarily go around draft stars like Karl Malone or John Stockton at that time. Exactly. Yeah. It's not
1: like like, um, one of their contemporary rivals joined their team or something like that. It's more,
0: it's just a really well-built team of good players. Got it. I see what you mean. And who would you have at the number one team, the greatest NBA team of all time, in your opinion? Well, I think the greatest NBA team of all time is the uh, 2016-17 Warriors, their first year with
1: KD. So the reason I say this is because, first of all, we'll start the year before. The 15-16 Warriors, one of the greatest teams of all time, for sure. But I do think, again, their lack of a championship really hurts them here. And but when you add one of, the, one, of, one of the greatest teams of all time, when you add a top three player, like at that time, to that team, I feel like at that point, that's the greatest team of all time. And they proved in the 16-17 season when they went 16-1 and one in the playoffs and were just – no team was even close to them. It was almost inevitable. Got it. And I will, I will say one thing, though. Like, obviously, the Warriors have fallen on a little tougher times. Like, back then, it was uh, like Steph Curry, Kevin Durant – Like the Warriors fans were eating, but now it's more like Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. So the team's uh, leveled off quite a bit.
0: But I guess the fans will have to settle for Poole. I agree. But I feel like Poole and Kevin Durant are pretty comparable. And I think especially in two, three years, Poole is definitely going to be a superpower. (laughs) Whatever you say, bro. Whatever you say. All right. All right. And could you give me a few more reasons as to why you think Kevin Durant really joined the Warriors? Because I remember uh, when it happened, Kevin Durant was viewed as like the villain of the league, just like LeBron when he went to Miami. So, so, why, do you, so why do you think he did that? And do you think it was a right move on his behalf?
1: So the um, uh, reason that most like, fans give is obviously he was just being weak, he was being soft, and he, was, he wanted to take the easy way out to a ring, right? And the reason KD actually gave an interview, which is really interesting, is as a player, he felt on OKC, he never really developed because on OKC, they mainly used him as a ISO player, or even as an off-ball scorer, but he was just a scorer, right? Because uh, his team just wa- wasn't that good at shooting around him. But the reason KD said he wanted to join the Warriors is as a player, he could improve because there he could be used in a more fluid offense and use his playmaking skills more so he would become a better player.
0: Got it. Kind of like James Harden going from the Rockets to the Nets.
1: Uh, very similar. Yes, exactly. Except I think Katie in this scenario uh, wanted to de- de- develop his skills on the Warriors through that. And me personally, I, I wouldn't say I agree with the move. Like I'm a Warriors fan, but like, just his move leaving a team that literally he was up three, one against and joining them to, and then winning rings. Like, I, I won't say I agree with it, but I for sure do respect his decision. At the end of the day, it's his life.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And can you give me a few more reasons as why you think these Warriors are better than the Bulls? I mean, the Bulls did have a better record.
1: Yes, the Bulls did have a better record. But I feel like no matter who you ask, the 16-17 Warriors was better than the previous year, 15-16 Warriors. And that 15-16 Warriors, like they're literally one game away from winning a championship. And if you add a team like that, if you add Kevin Durant, I mean, I don't think you could argue that's the greatest
0: team of all time. Got it. I 100% agree with that. So what about you? What's your uh, top five looking like? All right. So switching gears kind of bit. My fifth best team in the NBA history is the 65-66 Boston Celtics. And I know this might seem like a shock. This might seem like a heated topic. But I believe that this team was the part of the one of the greatest dynasties in the NBA. I mean, you can't argue with the facts. Winning 11 out of 13 NBA championships led by Bill Russell, that's extremely impressive.
1: So I feel like one, obviously the greatest dynasty of all time, but I feel like one knock on uh, this team is that just during that time, there's not as many teams in the league. And some people argue that the talent wasn't there. But do you think that's more of like, just a great team in a bad time or do you think the Celtics really benefited from this lower uh, competition?
0: I mean you have to assume that like the for example the shoe technology it applied to everyone it's not like the Celtics had an advantage over every other team every team was fighting in the same kind of playground so I think it's not it's comparable to say the Warriors versus the Cavs and the Celtics versus the Philadelphia Warriors I don't think I don't think the timing should be that big of an issue. Everyone was dealing with the same technology, the same shooting, and the Celtics were just a better team. You have to compare. I don't think it's fair comparing them to a modern-day team. You have to compare them to their competition.
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's a really good point you brought up.
0: All right. And my fourth pick, I got the Miami Heat 2012 um, to 2013. And I believe this was just a powerhouse offensive team. They had LeBron James. They had Dwayne Wade. They had Chris Bosh. They had amazing shooting in Ray Allen and they had Haslam. And so I think this already was an amazing team to begin with. And LeBron James, he was a physical beast at this time. He could jump so high. He could run so fast and he was smart and he could shoot threes. So I feel like just LeBron James at the center of the team are, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time is really impressive. And I feel like this is definitely a top five NBA team and they won the championship.
1: So. Do you think this whole uh, what you could say this uh, Heat dynasty they won they made it to the finals four straight years and won the ring twice? Do you think they underperformed or really is just like they did what they could? It's just it's hard to be a dynasty.
0: Okay, I think losing to the Spurs in 2014 that was fair. I mean. In my opinion, the spur, those Spurs were a top 10 NBA team. They had Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, Bruce Bowen, and, of course, Kawhi Leonard. And so that team was already extremely strong. And I think on paper, arguably a better team than the Heat. But in 2011, man, there's no excuse. I think they should have destroyed the uh, Mavs with Dirk.
1: Yeah, 100% agree. Okay.
0: All right. So in my third pick, I think similar to you, I got the Kobe Shaq Lakers 2000 to 2001. They went 15 and one in the finals, which is absolutely incredible and was unprecedented at that time. And I think just the combination of Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal was pretty much unstoppable. Shaq was a powerhouse. I mean, he was getting 40 point games so often. He was literally unstoppable. No one could foul, like no one could stop him unless they literally jumped on him and started fouling and beating him up. And so I think because of those reasons, because of the win, because of the amazing coaching by Phil Jackson, this is a top three team.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Uh, do you have anything to say on that?
1: Um, not really. I actually, I hundred percent agree. This is a top three team. I got them at number three too. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: At number two, I got the '96 um, Chicago Bulls, just like you. I mean, stats don't lie. They went seventy-two and ten. And led by Michael Jordan, they had Scottie Pippen. They had a great defensive and rebounding presence in Dennis Rodman. They had great three-point shooting in Steve Kerr and Tony Kukoc. And I feel like this team was built for success. They had all the elements you need for a great team. They had the players. They had the organization in Jerry Krause. They had the experience because they had already won three. And most importantly, they had vengeance. They had a reason to fight and the reason to be the best. And when you light fire under Michael Jordan, he's going to perform and he's going to kill everybody in his way, which is what he did.
1: So do, uh, do you think this is actually the peak year for uh, Michael Jordan individually, or do you think some of his maybe younger years or even older years, he was better?
0: Okay. In my opinion, just Michael Jordan, just physical wise, I think his prime was in his t- t- um, 1992 to 93 season, just because he was a little bit younger. He was on top of the world. He was He won two championships in the past. The only thing that the 96 Jordan had on him was the vengeance, the will to win. Like Jordan at that point, he got tired of winning because there's no competition for him. But this time he actually had some fire and he wanted to win the game. Okay, yeah, that's really interesting So mentally, Michael Jordan was better in 96, but physically he was better in uh, 93 in my opinion. Okay. At number one, I got the... 2017-2018 Golden State Warriors and I chose this team just because again they had one but rather than choosing the uh, 16-17 Warriors they had pretty much the same players except they had more chemistry they had more experience with each other and they swept LeBron's Cavs in the finals
1: okay so I have uh, one question regarding this team so a lot of people say that like a lot of these modern teams are not as good as these past teams just because they're too soft, right? Like if you drop a player such as like, for example, Jordan Poole, right? In the uh, past, like in the 90s, would he you, would you be able to keep up? And does that like prove how the modern teams aren't as,
0: <laughs> aren't as good as the past teams? Or do you think this is just like a bunch of baloney? I think, again, it's not like one team gets soft foul calls and the other team can do whatever the hell they want, right? Each team is playing on the same battlefield. And so I think the softness... And the hardness just really depends on just the time versus, for example, I think Jordan Poole will have, would have struggled, but I think he would have been almost as good as Michael Jordan back in the nine, 1990s. For, and for example, Jordan would have been equally as dominant now as in the past because he is he wouldn't have to work so hard, but other people, he wouldn't be able to play the rough defense that he played in that time too. So it's really not comparable. I think comparing uh, teams across different generations is extremely tricky just because about how the game has changed so much.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So you think if Jordan Poole was uh, in the 90s, uh, him and Jordan would have been like the big rivalry, like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, sort of.
0: I genuinely do believe so. I mean, okay, let's be real. Right now, their stats are not the exact same, but they are pretty similar. And I, I think that Jordan Poole, I think if you gave it two years time, you went forward two years and then threw him back, he would be neck and neck with Jordan.
1: Okay, yeah. I don't see that, but I, I respect your opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have any concluding remarks for this episode? Um, I would just like to say uh, Colin Sexton's better,
1: <laughs> better than Jordan Poole. Yeah, all
0: right. That is the topic for the next video. Thank you guys for spending your time and watching this week's of Hoop Talks. We will catch you guys in the next episode. My name is Ala Pegde. And my name is Siddharth Serpeneni. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye. See, See you, Sid.